1: To another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Thank you for joining us this week. The music of Ric Flair bringing us in to the show. As we say, good day to my co hosts, Welsh and Lyle. Good day, boys.
2: Very good day, Tony. How are you?
1: Excellent. Thank you, Welsh Lyle. How are you, buddy? Uh, can't complain, other than the, uh, the usual. Another week in lockdown. Uh, yep. The, jo- the joys of it
2: let's face it, it's not going to be a week. When we when we recorded our show last week, we were celebrating coming out of lockdown. By the time the show went up, we were back in lockdown.
1: lockdown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what, yeah. the great thing about being in lockdown is it gives us plenty of time to sit in front of our computers and just get a sneaky look at the Australian Wrestling Network and some of the fantastic stuff on there.
2: Yeah, the Australian Wrestling Network, Network has got me through five and a half lockdowns now. Um, and I'm pretty sure it'll get me through this sixth one. And I think everyone in uh, Sydney, we're feeling what you're going through. For about 10 bucks, you'll have a month of the best wrestling on, yeah, best Australian wrestling that you, you can watch.
1: Yeah, value for money, by none, Tony. And if you haven't seen it before, it's just like watching it live. You might as well just pretend that it's live.
3: Well, some of the shows you wouldn't even have seen before. So, no, correct. So, you can technically, just
2: well, most of them, like unless you were like in Ballarat randomly ten years ago.
3: Yeah, yeah, true. Any
1: word on uh, your promotion going up yet, Tony? No, nothing yet. Um, no, I would need um, to have a chat with the running Wrestling Network um, about the circus. You,
2: know? you better send them an email. I know that they've found. I know they've got the video.
1: I've got the video here. They sent it to me.
2: Is is there commentary on it? Ah, uh, yes. Is there a way we can take the commentary off and then we can re-record the commentary before it goes up? Oh, now it's a special episode because i I,
1: I the vision. We could do that.
2: You have to tell us who everyone is, though.
1: Oh no, we just make that shit up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's (laughs) It's going to be awkward. We we did back then, so why would it (laughs) change (laughs) now? You got got one play-by-play guy and two guys. Just shit-canning the whole whole show. Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> booked this uh, shit? Why, oh, dude? <laughs> speaking of shit-canning, I'm expecting a lot of that coming up from our guest very shortly. But first of all, uh, Murdoch last week. Great to hear from the young man. Um, yeah, it was good. I, I, I like Murdoch. He's a good kid and he's,
2: he's uh, had a really big year. And hopefully, once we're out of lockdown, that continues for him.
3: That's it. Just rest more wrestling figures for Murdoch, Tony. Another lockdown just means you buy more wrestling figures online. So
2: I see that he started a um, some sort of a server for Australian wrestlers on um, Fortnite. No, not Fortnite, it was on Minecraft. Minecraft. What a nerd.
3: That's 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 nerd coming from speaking me. Speaking
2: of speaking of nerds, congratulations Lyle. I saw some random Facebook page made you their mark of the week.
1: Well yeah.
3: I,
2: is that the photo with me and X X-Puck? You and sure, Mr. Waltzman, yes.
3: I actually thought he was a little kid when he came up to me and he asked for a photo. So um, he said you do a podcast in this country while I'm here.
2: You didn't I wouldn't mind then.
3: getting a photo.
2: That that uh, movie predate that that photo predates this podcast.
3: No, that was just start we we're just starting out back then. I he had he had the inside
1: scoop it was when we were getting 17 listeners a week. All right, boys. Time to catch up with our guests tonight. We've been looking forward to having this guy on for a uh, proper chat. We had a little bit of a chat to him at the, uh, the DMDU session that we did a while back, but we finally got him uh, as part of a, a longer form chat. He is the snuff daddy himself. His name is Gore, and he joins us. G'day, Gore. How are you?
4: Good, mate. Doing All right given the circumstances.
1: Yeah. How's, uh, how's lockdown 6.1A treating you, mate? Uh, you're obviously a uh, person trying to be allowed to continue your work, or?
4: No, uh, we're just doing Zoom classes online and whatever I choose to do illegally. Um, but, you know, it's the same as the first one. Nothing changes. It's exactly the fucking same. It's just more, more of it, really.
1: Yeah.
2: What's it like uh, delivering your classes on Zoom? It must suck.
4: Ah, uh, it does. It really does. It's fucking weird because obviously everyone's muted, so you're just talking to yourself for the most part, and then um, demonstrating as you go. But you know, for some people, it's all they've got. And, yeah. Um, you know, other people choose not to do anything at all. You know, if you can believe that, yeah. other people <laughs> choose to fucking keep going regardless. Yeah, uh, but... it's all they've got. So you know, there's still value in it, as shitty as it is. But you know, there's nothing else they can do.
2: At least the commute's
1: good.
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> doing it from my bed
1: <laughs> yeah, you're playing a backing track when you're doing those session or is it just oh yeah yeah, yeah.
4: wouldn't you okay. mean like taibo or something i got death metal playing in the background it's the same thing they're not exactly moving to it but it's for me it's not for them <laughs> no,
2: <you laughs> it's true though he does have death metal playing during uh his sessions and um i remember i was telling you the other week that um you asked if we liked death metal, and I said, "Well, my partner Steph thinks that um, Green Day is a little bit heavy for her tastes." <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, well, well
3: struggle, all right. Well, she was telling us that he can't listen to death metal without being in class now because it gives him PTSD. Um, <laughs> so I'm assuming it's just you know kettlebells and and stuff like that. He's not a big fan of the squats. Um,
2: I'm not really yeah. a big fan of any of the exercises.
4: I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't fucking matter how he feels about it he's going to do it. But I, think <laughs> of his I think most people know...
1: I think most people know because we've spoken about it before, but Gore is Welsh's trainer. So let's get it straight... When out. I go. When he goes. Let's get it straight out off the top. Let's get it out there. Is he a wuss? Yeah, of course he is.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Let's say, say the it's follow-up really mission. tough.
2: Is yeah. everyone a wuss?
4: Oh, I mean, C- there are compared levels.
2: Compared to you.
4: <laughs> there are levels here. You're like right at the bottom, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other people, like, at least push themselves and that kind of thing. Well, she just comes in looking like shit, doesn't want to be in the whole time, doesn't say <laughs> hi to anyone else.
3: <laughs> oh, that, does, that doesn't
1: sound like Welsh at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> The real thing I want to know is does his partner Steph work harder than him? Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, big time. Yeah. She oh, kills it. Nice. She time. also
2: much better technique than me.
1: Come
4: <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> has, has, has,
3: has he walked in a class with like a doctor's note or a, a physio note or a chiropractor note? Like, like, oh, I can't do this exercise today, uh, Gore.
4: He's got no actual notes, but he does complain like, oh, my hip hurt. Oh, I did this bloody training, that kind of thing. But he still no, I, um, doesn't even train.
2: I do have to get remedial uh, lessons of gore occasionally because I'm that bad, it's fair to say. Um, <laughs> this, this, this interview is meant to be about me.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, oh, Tony, was, Tony was upset and he wants to ask you about your uniform change.
1: Your um, yeah, gear I'm, change. I'm a, I was a massive jorts fan. I, I love the jorts. I got a couple of pairs myself. <laughs> and, um, and the boys can attest to that because they've seen them. Uh, we don't go near him when he
2: wears them.
4: Drop the, uh, the shorts, mate. Uh, the jorts actually tore. So I did have to get something new. But overall, like it was a bit confusing for people. They didn't really get it. Like, why is this guy wearing a mask? It doesn't make sense. Why is it he just cane, but he's wearing jorts? But he's also bigger than everyone else because everyone else is fucking tiny. So the whole thing looked kind of confusing. And for promoters as well. Like I've worked at a few places and they said, Oh, this fucking guy wears a mask, so he shouldn't talk. And he should just do choke slams. So, I don't even do choke slams. So and I'm always yelling and carrying on with crackers. So that doesn't make sense. So I thought maybe if uh, I repackaged it, made it look a bit more professional. Now that I'm not just wrestling in NAW, it might um help get the message across.
1: Yeah. The good thing for me was it gave me a reason not to follow John Cena anymore, but now I've got to go back.
4: Oh, you still don't have to worry about him. Yeah, okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. He, he, was, he was never the number one guy in jorts. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was that Bret Hart?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah, he's a big jorts guy. Yeah. Um, and if anyone follows uh, your Instagram page, they'll know you, you weren't hiding small legs by wearing those jorts either. So it seems strange it took this long to be showing yep. those legs off in the ring. Like you look like you put yeah. on 30 kilos in your legs when you took the shorts <laughs> off.
4: It's all the optical illusion. You just wear tighter clothes and you look bigger. <laughs>
2: Tony's clothes get, get tighter all the time.
4: Yeah, must look bigger yeah. and bigger every time. This show's <laughs> not about me, Welshie.
2: <laughs> um your brother keeps alluding to a WWE tryout where you yelled out about snuff porn. Is this a true story?
4: No, oh, it wasn't really a tryout. I don't know what the idea was. I think they were just advertising the <laughs> MCW Academy. So, um, they had plans of taking some rugby players through. There was some shit. I don't know whatever happened there. But they asked us to come down and do a match there. I think they were just looking for big guys. Yeah. but then For Canyon and- Seaman, yeah. Say it again?
2: For Kenyon Seaman.
4: Is that his name? The guy, with, he had in like a little fucking boy's haircut.
2: Yeah, like that's cup. the guy. He used to be the head yeah. of talent relations for WWE until about a week ago.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 this fucking guy. I had no idea who he was. I don't watch WWE. I haven't in a long time. Mm. But um, I had a tag match. It was me and uh, Jake Andrew Arthur against um, Tommy Knight and some other guy. Really cool guy, but I, I can't remember his name.
2: He made a real but, impression uh, on you.
4: Yeah. Coins <laughs> remember her name. Uh, but we were just doing random matches there. It wasn't actually a try. They weren't looking to recruit anyone. I think they just wanted to see how the academy worked. And afterwards, they just gave some of the most generic feedback ever. I can't even <laughs> remember that either. But um, I just yelled out, let's hear it for snuff porn, because I wasn't sure, like, should I just do it as, you know, Johnny Kickpad? But no, I mean, nothing's <laughs> going to come from it anyway. So, may as well have a laugh at my at my own expense as I go. They just took gore with me.
1: Gee, is that and, a new version of the Twin Towers, you and Jake, what a fantastic combination.
4: Yeah, I don't know who would wrestle in Melbourne. Everyone's too small. We could go? Murdoch. Um, um, <laughs> a little Murdoch and Asia. Murdoch and Asia.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, if you went into business for yourselves, no one was going to beat you.
4: Oh, there'd be a few who'd put up a fight. Oh, I'd <laughs> hope that anyone would put up a fight. <laughs> Not just that are capable of. <laughs> Go straight up um, to Tyson Baxter and Jamie. <laughs>
2: um let's let's talk about the branching out in the last year and a half. Um what's it been like? You've been sort of booked everywhere in Melbourne.
4: Yeah. Uh it's been pretty good. The first uh fucking know, like two years. I was wrestling, it was mainly at NAW. And there's so ass. little groups, of fucking growth there. There's no one there except, you know, these shit cunts who don't even train. So they weren't even rocking up to training. They're unfit. They can barely put together a match. And I'm really green. So I'm not learning anything, not getting any better. Then um, I started working a little at Warzone as well, which had a really good roster. But if you ever went to one of those shows, it was just a mess. So depressing to be there. It was more fun at NAW, really. <laughs> And it just sort of took a long time to get up. Not that long, but comparatively to others. But it took a while to start getting booked in other places. And then, you know, getting exposed to better talents and getting the rub from them helps a lot. Um, I, love,
1: I love the way your career's gone, though, through that, that path and the fact that you, you have really worked on your craft through the, that early part in sort of those off-Broadway productions. And now you find yourself really ready and able
4: to tackle the bigger promotions, yeah, it made a big difference. Is you got to make mistakes and you know have shit matches and realize what you can and can't do, what you shouldn't shouldn't do, and you know who you should and shouldn't listen to.
2: Um, we're not going to ask you who you shouldn't listen to because um, <laughs> that might be controversial. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to ask. So, Lyle, can you jump in? Yeah.
1: Uh, well,
2: you.
3: Majority of shows you're working alongside uh, your brother, uh, Cracker Jack. So obviously, having someone that experienced and being able to mentor you and walk you through uh, the shit cunts and the not so, uh, and, and the better guys, as you would say, not me. You Don't
1: put words
2: in his mouth.
3: Tony. Don't uh, don't edit this either, Tony, and make me look like <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> um, what's it like working alongside your brother? That's got all that experience.
4: Uh, it's good. Uh, he has a little less input these days than he used to. Like at NAW, he used to do his best to change things and at other promotions as well. Um, was that really fucking shit promotion that only lasted a few shows but that had a lot of hype? Underworld, underground, underworld, right? That was the one. So he had a lot of input in those matches just in my earlier stages. But um, now it's a lot less than that because he doesn't need to as much because I'm working with better people as well. So there's less chance that things are going to go terribly wrong. Um, So he just comes in and likes to slap his dick all over it, leave his dick prints as he says to have his input. But it's been really good, of course, because he sort of pulled me out of the slums when I was just starting off on my own. And like I said, getting terrible advice from people and Selling for all the wrong things to wrong people, but it's made a big impact, obviously.
2: And um, networking is not your favorite thing, so it's always handy to have crackers knowing everybody in the industry.
4: Oh, but he does tend to, <laughs> he does tend to burn a lot of bridges, he
2: doesn't mind burning the bridge, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: despite that. A lot of <laughs> despite that, you
2: are still working at Battle uh, Championship Wrestling, so oh, yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> so I'm, I'm, uh, still, I'm still separate to Cracker Jack, he is his own entity. But we do work together sometimes, but not always. He doesn't, want to, he doesn't speak to me when he burns these bridges. Uh,
2: I also want to talk about um, Gore's stupidity a little bit. Um, trusting Stevie Philippe as his mystery partner to wrestle against Tom Philippe at Battle Championship
4: Wrestling. <laughs> 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 ha, ha, ha. We agree. I did say to him now, don't you turn on me. I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking warning you, mate. <laughs>
3: That's probably a night you probably did not need the crackers there with the experience.
4: Oh, oh it would have helped. He's, yeah. not he's, he's not allowed.
2: He's fired. Yeah, he's
4: fired for life. <laughs> this is what happens when he doesn't show up. These guys <laughs> pull me into this shift. <laughs> uh,
1: were you and Crackers the uh, the the brothers that used to watch wrestling on TV and fight on the couch and do all that sort of stuff?
4: Uh, a little, like um, he's he's pretty old compared to me. Yeah. Um, we used to wrestle a little but he got more into it with my other brother um rob you wrestled as logan back at uh pwa the dragonfly days yeah Uh, he's crippled now so doesn't wrestle anymore but um rob got more into it and they sort of tagged for a while as the bastard brothers and had a bit of shtick there um what was your question did you
1: guys used to wrestle on the couch and break couches and shit like that when you were younger?
4: Oh, yeah. A little less, though, because uh, Alex moved out and it was just Rob and I. So we used to do, of course, backyard wrestling. You hit each other with shit and put each other through tables. All well, that kind of dumb Good. shit. But then Rob moved out and pursued it and I got more into martial arts and then came back around once I'd retired from all that.
2: So what got you back into it and got your training? Was your pressure from your brother or you just thought, what the fuck am I going to do? Let's try this.
4: Um I've been training a bit with uh, Alex and Ricky Diamond <laughs> when um, I was about 14. But then um, I stopped and, like I said, Rob kept going with it. It wasn't until like, I retired from mixed martial arts in 2012 and sort of you know was in limbo for a bit. What do I do now? So I got into freestyle wrestling and um, trained and competed in that for about three years. Didn't really feel myself going anywhere with that because of how small free wrestling, freestyle wrestling is in Australia. Like, compared to other countries who wrestle and compete seasonally every weekend, uh, in a good year in Australia, you can compete, like, three times, tops, so you're not really getting that much better. Um, So it was like, oh, well, I've done that, but I still want to be active, compete, but not really, but sort of um, still have fun and wallop people and move around, so pro wrestling was the next choice. And it was always there, and it's getting bigger at the time as well, compared to when I saw, like, Low, uh, the Bastard Brothers Wrestle Was pretty small At the time There was maybe mm-hmm. I don't know Two or three shows One really good one Which was PWA But um And then the other ones Were like PCW I think Which wasn't that big At the time A few other shit can Promotions But it's much probably, bigger now And the talent's it's probably, better now too.
2: That's probably Back when Tony Was commentating At the Dragon Four.
4: Probably was oh, And
2: running uh, his course, own Promotion
1: yeah, my, yeah, I didn't have Gore on my promotion, though. He Probably been one fan. of the shit promotions Gore's talking <laughs> about. <him. laughs>
4: oh, oh, I want to talk about shit.
2: Uh, no, it didn't last long. New generation, right. wasn't it? Four, four, four
1: matches, uh, four nights. Oh,
2: in, but including the,
1: including the famed night of wrestling at the, uh, the circus tent in Rosebud.
4: Oh, wow. That was a big night. It does sound successful, yeah. You make any
2: everyone jumped the fence and saw the show for free, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> that was another
1: one. <laughs> uh, Gore, I'm glad you mentioned it before about the fact that a lot of promoters in the early days just thought that you were a bloke just going to do choke slams and that was it. Have you found yourself with the, the, the bigger promotions now less tight cast in regards to what they want you to do?
4: Yeah, well, like MCW, for example. Um, I've known Jay quite a while. Like, I used to live with um, Spike Steel. Those who remember him, Mad Dog and um, a few other wrestlers. So, Jay was always around then. So, um, sort of has a better idea of what I do. And I train at the MCW Academy as well. So, the booking's much better there. Rather than trying to typecast me into things that I obviously can't do. Like, be silent. Just stand there and pose intimidatingly. Um, So, that helps a lot. Of course, training at more places so the promoters um, actually know who you are and know what you can do, your strengths. Like, the are trained sometimes at um, Relentless Academy, which are now running the Mayhem shows, which have been pretty good. It always helps just getting out there because otherwise people don't know and they just see a guy in a mask and want Mm -hmm. him to sort of stand still and not talk like the silent monster, which is stupid. Because, like, Vader was never like that. He was enormous. He wore a mask. He tore it off whenever he wanted because the mask doesn't really define you. It's just like warp paint which is how I've seen it. It's just an obnoxious image.
2: Is there any truth to the rumor that you have to wear the marks uh, otherwise everyone will fall in love with you because you're so ridiculously handsome?
4: Uh, That's certainly compared to Alex. (laughs) 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 I don't want to outshine him too much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is um, that a match you want to have? You versus Alex? You versus Crackers? Is that is that a dream match yeah. for you?
4: Eventually, that'd be something we could do, but. Um, Send him back sort of into
2: like... retirement?
4: He's been training. Um, <laughs> he started training more recently. He was at the academy, and I think he's training at Andy Road to be at Yep, uh, um, and So he's, he's making his comeback.
0: <clears throat>
4: Only time will tell.
3: Now, I've been at a few shows where um, you could say Cracker Jack has gotten a little bit out of control. Um, are you able to rein him back in and get him in control or you just let it let him get it out of his system?
4: I mean, physically I could. You wouldn't be able to stop me. But <laughs> 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 I mean, in terms of him losing his shit, like, it's funny. I wouldn't want to stop him. It's really cool. <laughs> I, 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 I no, do remember. Like, he doesn't drag me down with him. It's fine. I don't feel it. <laughs> I do I like
2: remember. When he lost his shit at WrestleBrainia on the trophy, <laughs> um, someone said, go, do something." And you're like, "What the fuck am I meant to do?"
4: <laughs> yeah, I think Chris Fresh was asking me to write him in. Wait, no way. <laughs> I want to see him smash that shit. He, he
3: he was trying to break the unbreakable trophy, and he was just breaking the stage instead.
4: Yeah, the fuck was a thing made out of? What kind of trophy. You
3: <laughs> like a no ball. one gimmicked the gimmick
2: trophy. <laughs> then I think he fell asleep. Big day. Oh
4: yeah, not long thereafter. That's usually how it goes. So, no, he's free to destroy Relax. <laughs> the, the adrenaline dump got him, that's fine.
2: <laughs> um what's it like being able to do things like wrestle brainier and do, you know, different shit because of wrestling?
4: because uh, I cool. know it's not your fine. cup of tea. Wrestle brain, you know, not so much because I don't know anything about wrestling. Like, my window of actually watching wrestling is quite small. And people are talking like Bray Wyatt or anything else. Got no idea what the fuck they're talking about. They don't watch any of it. Um, but it's, it's always good to have that avenue to get out there and um, have someone allow you to be as obnoxious or violent as possible. <clears throat> any excuse will do, really.
2: Well, you did manhandle um, us as well, which. Uh... If you weren't so big, we'd have a bone to pick with you, but we'll allow it.
4: (laughs) Any fucking time you want, son, you just pick that bone. We'll see what happens, all right?
3: Maybe we'll do it over Zoom. That's fine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, though I've uh, been scared a few times in my life, but yeah, not that scared before. I was literally, you picked Welshie up and I don't know how you grabbed me with your pinky, but I was following <laughs> behind and I couldn't do anything about it. It was good. No, it was fun. It was a really good night.
1: Yeah. Are you, a bit, uh, are you a bit pissed off with the world at the moment due to this lockdown and stuff? Things were just really starting to go forward for you. Matches were starting to happen. You were getting booked all over the place. Now, all of a sudden, here we are again.
4: Yeah, it's pretty grim and futile. You can't really make plans or have any hopes or dreams or aspirations. Yeah. <laughs> you just sort of beyond the imminence irrelevant, really. But um, I just always do whatever I do. Like whenever I get lost or I'm confused or anything, it's always just pretend to training. I've always got training. I've always got weight training or martial arts training to keep me company. Regardless of all the other bullshit that's going on. Well, you know, what am I going to do? Go to the protests? I mean, it doesn't do anything. Like no, the I mean, worst can,
2: thing really about you lockdown can, is you can catch, can up you can catch up with catch Pitbull.
4: You can catch up with Pitbull. Yeah, he's been pretty quiet on his. Um, oh, I do like to check in on his social media, but he's been pretty quiet lately.
0: <laughs> it's probably been. Like
4: spiritual doing his yoga.
1: It's only due to the fact he's broken so many
4: phones from dropping them. You know, <laughs> I do like his videos, yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> um, well, let's talk about uh, Wrestle Rock, where you defend the title every month, but. You're not even the champion. What's the deal? That sounds know. like monkey work to me.
4: <laughs> and I family. get to go in there and smash whoever's in front of me. So that's pretty fucking cool. That's what monkeys do. <laughs> that's what I'll do. It uh, was who did I wrestle last? I think it was Richie Taylor. Before that, I don't know how long has Crack has been the champion there. One show.
2: Yeah, one show. Everything <laughs> is been cancelled. Everything keeps getting cancelled. I don't, can- know, I don't
4: even fucking know. And that was only months ago. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> who were you meant to have? The who were you meant to have last month?
4: Um, that Charlie Charlie guy,
2: Charlie Matthews.
4: Said his name. Before, the guy in the speedos. I think he was a reality TV star or oh, something. Yeah, that's oh, Charlie wow. Matthews.
2: Well, yeah. he's lucky. He's very yeah. lucky. He dodged the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, happy think, as well she, when the lockdown came in. I don't think you're allowed to hit him in the face, though.
1: That
2: uh, well, make- might be there,
4: Rob, but it's not mine. That's how
2: he makes his money. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. It's open <laughs> season if you step through these ropes.
2: Now, over
3: What's- the the last, um, well, say a few months, but it's probably the last you know, six months, you've been able to get in the ring with some bigger guys around the country. Um, yeah. I assume you prefer to be in there with a big guy that's willing to hit you as hard as you're going to hit them?
4: Uh, It's fun. I'll give you that. I don't really like the, um, the spotty style of wrestling. It's a lot of running spots and that kind of thing. It's just boring to me. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's just not the style I prefer. I do like a big host style, but not so much so that it's just two idiots standing each other in front of each other, clubbing each other. Um, I like to work with guys that I can actually wrestle with because I think people do want to see like chain wrestling, shoot wrestling, but not enough people do it. So they don't know what to look for or um, what actually looks good because everyone just assumes that they just want to see high spots and 10 fucking check kicks in a row. That's another thing I don't understand or really get behind. But guys like Tommy Knight, he was really good to work because he can give as good as he takes. He knows how to wrestle. Same, obviously, with um, Jake Andrew Arthur, another really, like, legit tough guy who can hit hard, but as well as still move. Um, there's Cape Man Uggs, always good to work. He can go and not just reduce himself to trade-off spots. But, um, like, size aside, I always like rest of the guys who can go. Like, Richie Taylor's another really good one who can actually go. He's always fun to work.
3: Does that come from your martial arts background? Like if you say someone does 10 check kicks in a row, where well, you know, well, in a real fight, that doesn't stand up?
4: Yeah, I mean, it just kind of loses its effect. I'd rather someone lay their kick in. I don't want to hear that dull sort of meat on meat thud rather than someone slapping their leg. And I don't understand how you can do like kick, kick, kick to someone's head and they keep getting up. Like you've been kicked in the head. It fucking hurts, man. Like, you're, you're down if they kick hard. If they don't kick you hard enough the first time, like, why would you try it again? You'd try something different. Uh, it just doesn't really appeal to me on the latest trend. This is why, when I watch wrestling, it's always like um, old WCW stuff or the old uh, Japan stuff, guys like fucking uh, Gary Albright, the Vader, the Steiners, all those kind of guys, uh, Steve Williams. Yeah, they weren't pulling their shots, and they could go.
2: Yeah, that that big Japan style um, definitely looks like it's the kind of work you would be into.
4: Yeah, it's fun, <clears throat> much more fun.
2: So, what's the plans? Should the when the world opens up, what's the plans for Gore? Is he is he going to be seen outside of Victoria? Is that something that you're looking at?
4: Well, I was hoping to go back to um, Japan. I went there and wrestled once but sort of only just got my foot in the door <clears throat> so I wanted to go there and just train but uh, you can't unless you know people so I was lucky enough to get booked there at um, Underground with uh, Master Fugo which is pretty cool and I was only there for a couple of weeks and then the first two days I tore my MCL and could barely walk I was lucky enough to still get through the match but that's something I'd like to go back to yeah, but other than that, like, it doesn't really matter. I just want to have good matches. It doesn't matter how many are in the crowd or anything, as long as I enjoy them. It's not about the crowd, it's about me and how I enjoy them. <laughs> <laughs> Some people will say, like, if I had a good match, I so thought it was good, but, you know, I didn't feel it when I was in there, so it was shit as far as
2: Charlie, go, Tony. I'm sorry,
1: but I was going to say, is there a dream match that you'd like to see happen sooner rather than later?
4: dream match. Is there, some, um, is there
1: some bloke in Australia that you'd love to fight that you haven't fought yet?
4: Uh, I'd really like to wrestle Slex. <clears throat> uh, he's really good, obviously. One of the best in the country. I'd like to wrestle Istria uh, again, properly. He's had a bit of a thing with him <clears throat> in a clusterfuck tag match, a death match down under. But um, I'd like to actually be able to go one-on-one with him. I think we could do something really cool. And obviously, he can go and likes to go hard. Apart from that, it's just the usual guys. I like to work Tommy Knight again, of course, and um, <clears throat> Jake giraffe Like, there's plenty of guys here in Melbourne that I could work with and get a lot out of.
2: There's a few a guys in Perth that you could wrestle as well. That'd be good, like Mikey Nichols and oh, um, Davis Storm, Damian Slater. They'd all be fantastic matches. Oh, for yeah. you. yeah, like um, yeah. Someone who's outspoken about their admiration for you that I'd also like to see wrestle is Charlie
4: Evans. (laughs) Yeah, she'd be fun. Um, I'd actually really enjoy knocking the shit out of her. That'd be a lot of fun.
2: And she can wrestle too. She's uh, she's, she's excellent, technically.
4: Yeah, she had a really cool match with um, Richie at one of Deathmatch's secret shows. Uh, some weird book launch that no one was at. But that was really cool to see them actually go like that. <clears throat> yeah, I think that'd be fun. You'd
3: have the upper hand. You just take your mask off and she'd fall in love with you and the match would be over.
4: <laughs> That's smart. Oh, she's well, only you- fucking human. Huh? <laughs> 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 now, you
3: spoke about uh, Relentless and the Mayhem shows. Um, we're at a Mayhem show uh the other month it was It was a family friendly show Uh, i had my kids and my uh (laughs) my nephews there and it was an awkward car ride home when my 11 year old turned to me and asked dad what does snuff porn mean uh because (laughs) all the kids in the crowd were chanting snuff porn uh during your match um would you like to explain yourself
1: well you're welcome <laughs> at least he's got your kid conversing with you. I think that's a great thing, or well
4: done. <laughs> a start dialogue, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. The kids seem to like snuff born at its finest, which they should, right?
2: Uh, there, there was a four-year-old, actually four or five, in the front row, little girl who was chanting snuff, snuff. God, I was laughing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, stuff doesn't necessarily mean um, you know fucking someone and then bashing their head in.
0: Stuff no, it doesn't. Just
4: end or kill or murder, which is the idea, right? You don't have to. <laughs> you not have to say the porn at the end. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait until your son asks you what Bukaki is. Oh, you don't know? Oh no, no, no! no. But he's no. googled. He's googled I'm Yeah, Google. It's got its own Wikipedia page.
2: That's not the page uh, you clicked on.
4: Lots of people are having a good time. Wave after wave. Sorry, um, I can't um,
2: believe, can't believe you've brought the, the tone down.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think is you guys got any more questions?
4: Okay, what else you yep.
3: get? What, what are the fans like in the Glenroy Bowls Club? I've been
4: uh, told to ask that one. Oh, they were pretty rowdy. <laughs> Fucking Glenroy Bowls Club. I was the champion there, mate. I am still, I forgot. I'm the <laughs> Glenroy <laughs> Bowls Club champion. <laughs> oh, man, those shows were always fun, but it was weird cause it's like an RSL in the background these biffs sat around. It's like any fucking anything. <laughs> you know, except it's really bright. And they're up close so you can see them. At the Albion Club, you can't see anyone because it's so dark. Not that there's anyone in the crowd, but you can't see them regardless. Yeah, They're lovely people. I think you'd really like them.
1: Yeah. I, I only went to one Glenroy Bowls Club show, and I think that was the uh, Hall of Fame night that they did a couple of years ago.
4: Oh, yeah, with the Ricky Diamond hurt himself or something?
1: Yes, correct. Yes, that's the one.
4: Yeah, yeah. Crackerjack and I weren't invited to that. You believe that shit? No. Hall of okay. Fame night, and they don't have us there. Who yeah, the fuck else was in there. the car? They
1: had, they had uh, the Candyman there,
2: though.
1: There you
0: go, Candyman.
4: Who's that other guy, Chucky? Fuck me. There were uh, probably a few people there. They were never man, in though. shape to begin with. Is that there Chucky Chaos? chaos? Yeah. Is that him, the fat punk guy?
3: I did uh, security with him when uh, in a previous lifetime.
2: I reckon there's a few people on that card that wouldn't pass a police check.
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why Cracker you and Crackers weren't invited because you'd uh, you take away all the limelight from the people they were trying to induct. I
4: think they were a bit worried about um, Crackers going out and then cutting a promo on them. Shit! How
0: about
4: I come out and do a promo and then they can beat me, and then Gore comes out and smashes the shit out of all of them. Oh, uh, no, nah, maybe not. <laughs> Man, maybe not. Just
1: let <laughs> them have it their night. Uh, exactly. Hey, Gore, thank you so much, mate. It's been good to catch up with you. As I said, we had that little chat for a few minutes at the uh, DMDU thing uh, uh, 18 months ago, whatever that was now. It was a, seems like a lifetime ago, but it was great to actually get them in depth. six fun.
2: lockdowns ago. Yeah, it was. Wasn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, it exactly, it exactly was too. Uh Mate, all the best when we uh, get back into the ring and all that sort of stuff. And uh, hopefully the uh, the world just keeps going up and up for you.
4: That So thanks a lot for having me. It was fun.
1: That's Gore cool. joining us right here on the Turnbuckle. It goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it goes, it, goes, it, goes, it, goes, it goes. can how one bit to make the bottom the floor and they all fall down it goes 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 out of the shadows, barrage of witch tongue, cobra spit over a killer called with smoke stop music seriously it goes it goes it goes it goes it goes it goes it two of on the, the turn and the music was guillotine by Death Grips. Well, I'll explain that one to me. That's uh, Jonah Rock's uh,
2: independent thing. He called the former Bronson Reed. Uh, to be this, fair uh, to Tony, his knowledge of music stops at Men at Work.
1: Yeah. It's a great piece that uh, he did too for the Australian Olympic team. Oh, it was fantastic. You can catch on YouTube. Who? Who, Death Grips? Uh, the lead singer from Men at Work isn't he dead Colin Hay great excellent you uh, lost me Tony so the reason we played that was for Jonah Rock who of course uh, has been released but before we say anything about that we should introduce our fourth wheel into the program Jules, Jules. hello Jules
0: hey how you doing what's the story
1: Oh, not much, mate. No, we just had a lovely chat to go. I'm sure you'll uh, enjoy having listened back to that. He absolutely hung shit on every person alive.
2: <laughs> Mostly me.
1: Well, yeah, rough going there at the start, the first five or six minutes. Just banging wow. Welshie for once. So. So in, uh, in the break between segments, I did have to ring our law, our legal team, just to make sure that everything was okay. And you it just wiped
3: everything on gore. Uh, none nothing said was of the three of us. It was all
1: gore. That's what you yeah. told him. That's what you, you told him. Yep. No problem. I did. Uh, Jonah rock being released as well. as uh, Pretty more the, the cuttings just keep happening. Don't they WWE?
2: Um, how far away away from the day that a bloke gets released while he's in the ring wrestling. Yeah. Like he can't be far away. Um, Obviously, it was sad to see Jonah get his release because, you know, he seemed like he was on a... It was a few weeks ago we were talking about his tryout match for SmackDown and Raw, so it's a bit of a surprise, but I think if we look at it um, with a glass-half-full attitude, I think seeing a hungry, motivated Jonah hit the Indies and one of the other promotions, whether it's in Japan or whether it's in um, the US, I think he's going to be able to actually move the dial. He's got an increased profile. Um, I think that we might, I think next year might be his biggest year of his career.
3: Yeah, oh, I think so. Like he's a monster on the independence. Obviously, we'd all love to see him any promotion in Japan. Um, as Jonah Rock, you know, PWG would have him in a, back in a heartbeat as soon as he's non-compete um, finishes, you know. What, what if he's the first guy in the door at Ring of Honor to knock down the Aussie faction for when, you know, the guys and Callie are eventually allowed to go over? You know, it's oh, I think he's a creative guy. Obviously, being in that WWE system can stifle that. Yeah, once he gets past the the initial shock of it, I think he'll 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 land on his feet okay.
0: And like you say, he's a monster, but he's a monster in the ring and he's a hungry monster and he's a hungry monster with a point to prove and that's dangerous whatever company you're in and whichever wrestler you are. So it's going to be a, a hell of a year.
1: The thing yeah. that has surprised me the most about a lot of these releases, not a lot of them, but a few of these releases in the last six months, there have been people who have just who have either been on the top of their game or are about to be or have been elevated to a position where they're about to get to the top of their game and then all of a sudden bang chop down. It's a really
3: weird thing. Well when, when one guy's running the show and he has a change of hearts or, or opinion um, this is what happens you know guys over 30 and guys under six foot two they might be disposable. Might be going back to the old ways, um, but, but isn't,
2: it's a bit of an overcorrection. Like yeah, they definitely. they signed every indie wrestler available, and then they then decide, I oh, know it's all too same-ish. We're going to cut all the indie guys. We don't want anyone over thirty. We don't want any to quote what Vincent Bruce have allegedly said, midgets. Um, we so we're going to go back to having athletes that they're trying to turn into wrestlers that are like six three six four and move like glaciers like that's that's not what people want to watch either so is it an overcorrection because what you need you need a mix you need a balance
3: yeah I think you know you got the that class of the OVW class where Cena Batista Randy Orton Shelton Benjamin those kind of guys even those four guys are all different athletes. All right, but Batista and John Cena were the larger than life guys. But Shelton was, you know, amazing in the ring. Randy Orton, you know, got elevated as well. Oh, it's if they're going to go back to that way, hoping that they're going to get a class like that, oh, I don't see it happening again like that. That's that's luck of the draw. Um, you know, signing all the independent guys, so it kept them away from AEW at the time. You know, now obviously they've realised it didn't hurt them. AEW signing bigger TV deals and getting good ratings hasn't hurt WWE financially one bit. So it's not going to hurt them releasing guys now.
0: It's also worth remembering that before they started collecting indie wrestlers like Pokemon, um, this is a company that, said Randy Savage was too old to go when he had plenty left in him and stuck him on the commentary booth. You, you look back to the 80s and 90s, they they let some of their biggest stars go like in, in their prime. Um, so I don't think it's, I think it's just, like you say, it might be an overcorrection. Um, you don't want anyone moving like Glacier, by the way. Vennel remembers Glacier. <laughs> I, remember that.
2: I remember that Um, one night on Nitro, he started his entrance and is possibly still going.
0: <laughs> yep. That's for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, it's just for me though. It's just very weird. It's like a company that develops a product, spends millions of dollars on the R and D and all that sort of stuff, finds it out it's one of the one of the best products around, and then puts it out there and then withdraws it from the market when everyone's buying it. I just I don't understand hey, the business no sense behind it.
2: That worked for the app Flappy Bird. That's for sure.
1: The Flappy Bird.
2: Yeah. Anyone who knows knows.
1: Yeah, okay. Uh, NXT, plenty of releases there as well.
2: Well, I mean, most of the releases were from NXT this time, yeah. um, if not all. So, I know that um, apparently when they started recording NXT this week, and they had the usual entrance of um, "We are NXT," someone in the crowd yelled back, "Well, we were."
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's a shame, you know. Hopefully, you know, the guys and girls that do get released, it doesn't. Um, force them out of the business or ruin their dreams. You know, a lot of people grew up wanting to be in WWE, but can make a living away from WWE now. Uh, there's more places to work. You know, guys like Bobby Fish. I think, yeah, you know, he's 44. You know, and in but in WWE, he doesn't feel that old. He will go back. To, he can go back to Ring of Honor um, and actually do something. Hopefully he stays fit. He has had his injury issues over the last couple of years. But, you know, like guys like Alex Zane, had it had hype for six or seven weeks on Twitter. Bang, they snapped meant, him up. He was um, meant to do our
2: podcast about then as well. Oh,
3: that's right. Let's cross his name off the list.
2: Don't mention him again. Don't mention the war. The ghost. Look, let's face it. NXT is not working. It's not what it was four years ago. So NXT four years ago was the hottest promotion in the world. It was excellent. They had their one hour weekly TV that built to a a pay-per-view that was insanely good for every, for all five matches. Um, Since they went to two hours of TV and they've had Sean and Triple H doing the booking, it's been pretty shit. Um, Like I laugh when I watch the Indy Hartwell and Johnny Gargano shtick um, the, fir- the first date tonight was uh, today it was pretty funny but um, that's not what I want from NXT <laughs> uh, that should be on Raw or Smackdown from NXT I just want I want simple stories that introduce the young guys let them get themselves over or fail and then you have five six five six good matches at the end of the every two months that's, that's what was working And that's what they went away from. And if something's not broken, you shouldn't fix it.
1: Jules, they're very much committed, though, to the NXT brand, aren't they? Because obviously they've got a lot of international stuff hanging off it as well, including NXT UK.
0: Yeah, NXT UK is uh, another story entirely. It definitely feels like a separate animal. Um, I'm not sure there's more than five people who watch it, even though it's got some of the best wrestlers in the world on it. You think of people that are, are beached over there, uh, people like Volta, people like Ilya Dragunov. Um, it's a crying shame because it's amazing wrestling presented badly. Um, so what? yeah, it, it says a lot for their. Um, for, it may have a knock-on impact on their their global ambitions. You'd think.
2: Well, Dragunov was on NXT, you, uh, the US version today, um, but like for you, Jules, like NXT UK. If I told you there's a promotion and listed the names that are in it, and they're the names that got you back into being a super fan and you won't be watching it. What would you have said to me?
0: Yeah, not a chance. Like, it just seems absolutely ludicrous. When you think about how good progress was between sort of 2012 and, and 2018 plus uh, 2019, um, it's It's kind of the thing that hamstrung NXT in that you NXT US, you take... Indie wrestlers and train them in the NXT style, and then they get the call up to the main roster, and then they have to train the main roster style. Um, The same thing happened in NXT UK. You know, you you take perfectly great season wrestlers and train them to a different style, um, and it just loses a good 25% of the shine and the quality for sure.
3: Yeah. Well, you look at names like Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Two years ago, they're on the trajectory of taking over the business like being the top star you know what are they 21 and 22 23 super young where are they now like no one's talking about them they, they should be in their peak of their powers you know the main event on any show whoever whatever company they're signed to that's where they should be and they're just not which is very disappointing
1: I was speaking a lot about people who have been released very interesting to see that there's one superstar that asked for his own release, and that was Ric Flair. Yeah.
2: Didn't we mention this last week?
1: I thought we did, but you've left it on the run sheet. I didn't do the run sheet. No, well, he did. Whoever left it on the
3: run sheet. Bloody Jules did the run sheet this week, Tony. And I don't know why he left it on there. Um... <laughs> That's <what I> love. <laughs> I He's been granted it. his release. <laughs> He's, He's
2: been able to enough. leave.
1: Give me five seconds of nothing. Hang on. No, no, leave it in. We can no, leave it in Lyle. No, that, Let's yeah, just give fine. shit to Lyle. Yeah. Okay. So, we don't.
2: We don't fix up your mistakes. Why would we fix up Lyle's? That's a good point, actually.
3: Well, we don't do the editing, so we can't fix Tony's mistakes.
2: That's <laughs> there's too. There's too and, many. If you, and then, if he's and then he's too, too
3: long. And then when he goes to fix his mistakes, he's like, Nah, I can't be
1: bothered. Leave it. He can't him. remember
2: when it was, and he doesn't want to risk having <laughs> to listen to the show. But so oh, I mean, there's that
1: clear then. <laughs> We do know that one of the Aussies that has recently been released has also been and would seem officially picked up by AEW, Buddy Murphy. Has he? Oh, you got inside info. There, do you know Tony, something
2: I mean? that no one else knows?
1: Are
3: you breaking news, Tony? We don't do that on this show. Um, but if we, you're do, we, just, it-
2: we just get it wrong most of the time. Is there
1: a promo <laughs> not going out about him and the possibility of him... It's
2: speculation that it's AEW-related, but it's just... I don't just, believe there was a promotion named in that video. No. Neither it
3: there was just. Buddy Murphy released a uh, very cinematic promo, very creative it was almost high
2: production values. It was almost movie length as well. <laughs> it was three and a half minutes. It went for a while. I didn't get through it, but it did look pretty.
3: <laughs> yeah, oh, it was interesting to... Yeah, no, it was good. It was good, Tony. Oh, I'm
1: interested to see where he um, where he rocks up. The promo Definitely. the promo depicted him though as a very, very dangerous heel. Dangerous.
2: I um, I'm a big Buddy Murphy fan. I love watching him. So he's one of my favourite guys on the entire planet to watch Wrestle. So I can't wait to see where he lands.
1: Do you think he'll land at AEW?
2: Um, they're a ring of honor.
1: It'll be one of those two, I think.
2: But everyone's got interest in him. Yeah. Yeah, From I think
3: I, it, I think I think it's his call really to make.
2: Well, I already he got like a few calls. Like the day he was released, he got three calls. So yeah, he's in demand. Yeah, um,
1: they should be. Good. Uh, speaking of heels, tell us about the heels TV show. That, that uh, Steve It's about a women's Amell?
2: shoe. It's about a women's shoe shop, Tony.
1: Oh, so it's not about heels. Al Bundy, yeah. it. He was a shoe shop. Al Bundy was a, uh, in Married with Children.
2: That seems like the kind of show that would have been right up your comedy. Oh, I
1: loved him and Peg, they were a fantastic show. <laughs> uh, no, heels, it's, uh, it's on um, Stan, isn't it? Starts on the weekend, I think. Sunday okay. night, uh, I believe.
0: I thought it was Blue Heelers coming back, is it not? Oh, I wish.
3: Oh, Why are we talking about love? It? A bit
0: of love, a bit of Maggie
1: Doyle. At the steam packet for lunch. Why are we yeah. talking about a show about shoes?
2: It's not about shoes. It's about wrestling. See him you know, bad guys.
1: In. Bad guys, Tony. But he bad just thought guys. it was about shoes and heels.
2: Nah, he's, he's
3: just pulling just your being, leg, mate. Just, just
2: being <laughs> clever, Tony.
3: Just pulling your jolts. You got to work
1: with.
3: Um, it looks good. The, uh, the trailer looks good. Steve Amel, um, from that guy that wrestled Cody Rhodes,
1: never uh, heard of him.
3: All in, I think he was um, Daredevil or an Arrow, on one of those shows back in the day. Loves wrestling. So should be alright.
1: Gotta... What, what about the Rev Pro Show with Aussie Open? Now oh my god!
0: No, that's that's serious. I think for anyone who's you know, there's no New Japan live next weekend. Obviously, we're not going to have DMDU for those in Melbourne who were going to that on the 21st, but what a show that's going to be. I mean, not only have they just announced that um, the New Japan young boy, Yota is going to be on their cards doing his excursion in RevPro from 4th of September. Um, Their show before that is their big anniversary show. So you've got um, three title matches. You've got people like Chris Ridgway on there. Um, you've got Shota Umino, another young boy going for the British Heavyweight Championship. Um, it's, it's a pretty stacked card. And um, obviously the biggest return since Harold Bishop came back to life is uh, the world's greatest tag team, Aussie, Ro- Aussie Open, um, having their Brit rest homecoming. So, yeah, super looking forward to
3: that. Oh, that's good. We, we actually got to meet Shota Umino at the back of uh, Festival Hall. And Tony gave him the... Hi, I'm Tony Shubecki.
0: Yep.
1: And he looked at him like, yep,
0: I don't no, know he was very, what just said. He's very
1: polite. actually okay, got polite. to meet Harold Bishop too when I did my uh, little yeah. managerial role on Neighbours.
2: So, hey, does anyone want to know the story about Harold Bishop coming back to Neighbours? Because I have a bit of a, an inside scoop on how that came about. Oh, well, yeah, if we're giving
3: scoops away <laughs> tonight, oh, Tony's giving away <laughs> Buddy Murphy, sign AEW. You may as well get Harold
2: Bishop. Yeah? So there was a girl who was a Neighbours super fan. She did screenwriting courses in the hope of one day writing for Neighbours. And um, she won a competition, and so she got to go and pitch something. And she wrote something with Harold Bishop in it, and they said, well, Harold's dead. She's like, yeah, I know, but you've got to bring him back. He can have amnesia. Anyway, she got the job, and she wrote the amnesia storyline that brought Harold Bishop back from the dead.
1: That's just like, didn't days of our lives run a whole year where they were meant to be in a storm or something?
2: I don't don't think I've ever watched Days of Our Lives. Wow. I I was more of a bold and the beautiful guy. I was going to say, that sounds
3: like a bold and the beautiful storyline, Tony. I know, it was definitely Days of Our Lives.
2: I (laughs) had some good news and some bad news, guys. What? Let's start with the bad news.
3: You got to do Zoom training with. um...
2: Jules touched on it. Um, Unfortunately, DMDU have had to postpone their dream tournament weekend, uh, postponed to October. But every cloud does have a single lining, silver lining, and WrestleBrainier is also cancelled. So fuck Jeff, and he's not booking me ways.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that he's been cancelled. Have you been officially told
2: off?
3: I haven't actually. So does that, who who do I talk about to my job keeper? Because I was booked on the twenty first by Jeff. You speak to Jeff, wouldn't you? Does he pay my job keeper? That.
2: He wouldn't have paid you to do the show, so...
3: I just feel it awkward going to the uh, to the government asking for a hot dog and a handshake, that's all. Or a Philly cheesesteak hey, and a handshake.
2: Scott Morrison does not hand out the hot dogs. <laughs> I'll
3: take a slice of a Hawaiian pizza from him.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, but what could... What, all right, so re- wrestling's not going to happen in Melbourne, but that's all right. Red Pro's on Jules. DDT the same day
1: as well.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's the biggest show of the year. DDT's WrestleMania, Wrestle Peter Pan. Um, and just thinking about DMDU. It's the best name. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's so good. And, and <laughs> look, thinking about DMDU, they've got an ex, a proper explosive death, death match, right? Um, with the one and only Atsushi Onita, right? So, Onita's going to be in a death match. Oh, and just happens to have Maki Ito in the same match as well. Hang on. Has so she you... gotten over a broken cheekbone? Well, she's still on the card i just downloading it now. Work around that.
3: You Work yeah. around the injuries. That's fine.
0: Uh, there's plenty of people in it as well. So it's not just a, a one-on-one. So there's um, two double ring, double singles matches. So I can't wait to see what that's going to look like. Another hardcore match with John Kasai in it. So, you know, big names. Chris Brooks. Ooh. Another three title matches as well. So the six-man title, the universal title, and their, their main um, King of DDT openweight title as well. So... It's it's the biggest show in in a long time, and uh, yeah, on the same day as that Pro Show. So if you're oh, looking for alternatives, good. that's a good chance.
3: Did you All see right. the photo of uh, Jun Kasai getting his uh, vaccination shot, Jules? I didn't. No. Oh, he looked <laughs> petrified,
0: which is interesting. <laughs> Makes he no Like sense. he
3: was like he was scared of needles, um, which is fun. I'll, I'll have to send it to you. A yeah. mate of mine sent it to me, and it was, yeah, it was it was great.
2: All right, so. I need to know, like, who's currently holding the Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship? Like my favorite title in in wrestling is that Dino at the moment
0: is carrying that. Uh, it goes so quickly; you just never know. You have to check it like three times a day and have it on refresh, right? Well, because I mean,
2: the the Young Bucks book held it for quite a while. That was a yeah, good the, ladder, the ladder, the ladder before the ladder retired. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's my favorite. They could write. Someone should write a book just chronicling the history of that title.
1: Is it like the twenty four seven title? Is it? Uh, no, it's better.
0: It's better. better like
2: that. an eight year old, an eight year, an eight year old Hanakamura held that title um, back in the day. Um, it's it's a story. I think the night I went to DDT, I went to Tokyo Joshi Pro. There were two title changes in a match, and then it. it change hands again backstage after the show.
0: It is, Dino. Um, also, Jack the Jobber from Cultaholics held it, so that's taken a bit of the shine off the, uh, the <laughs> prestige of the title. But, yeah, it is Dino that's the, the current champion.
1: Now, boys, I caught on the weekend uh, 205 Live because, of course, I love watching Grayson he's. Is <laughs> there anyone left on that show, Tony? Well, the great thing for Grayson, of course, uh, Maddie as winner... Uh, the great thing for Grayson is he's either in the main event or the semi-main event. So he's been <laughs> ever since he started, which is fantastic for him.
2: They say that there's only two matches you want to be in, the main event or the first match, and he's always in one of those two.
1: Precisely. Exactly <laughs> right. So he's, he's going really well. He came up against a guy called Leon Ruff, a uh, young bloke who hasn't wrestled for a few months due to injury. Did he get think, released? Hey, Did he get released? Was he on the list? No, no, he, well, he wrestled. I don't know. I don't know. Did, did he? Oh, no, because Grayson wrestled works. a few people, then they've gotten the R. So he, he might be the contract he, no,
0: killer.
3: He, 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 he was, was. He did. He match. was on the list. Oh, right, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, think everyone, I think everyone on that card was on was on the list except for <laughs> Grayson Waller, to be honest. Because the other match, both of them got released.
1: Oh, no. Gee whiz. Uh, so Grayson's going great guns. Except-
2: Hang on. I've worked this out, Tony. What? You haven't watched. You never watch wrestling, and there was no releases for four years. You start watching two hundred and five live releases left and right. So it's you,
1: you think, got, you think I've got a direct line to the WWE corporate office? I no. think you're
2: just you, a, you I think just. I worked the,
1: something out when I was in Chicago two years ago.
2: I think you're just the bad luck bears, mate.
1: No, I don't think it's that. Actually,
3: Vince Hurt got the updates on the stats of who's watching Two O Five Live, that and they've seen really that, that someone's watching it. So, in spite of one, because he only put that show on to prove that midgets don't draw, in Vince's words. And now that it was drawing one viewer, he's given him the ass.
1: He could be right. And you know, I keep going, Grayson. We love it. You're doing a great job. Tony, Tony, continue your review. Sorry about. Oh, no, that's that. it. He got done that's with it. it. Grayson got done in the end. There's some commentator there who hates Grayson, and he distracted him. Grayson got attacked by Ruff at some point. That weakened him. And then a few minutes later, Ruff got him in a crucifix situation. And it was
2: like... Did you watch it, or are you reading a mass rundown? No, no, no. I watched
3: it. So, are you telling me Ruff won a loser wins? Winner town, town, town Match. So, he won a... New- he didn't do the right thing on the way out. Bret Hart would be fuming. Then well, Bret Hart
2: didn't do the right it. thing on the way oh, out. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, Bret didn't do that either.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, well. Anyway, good on you, Grayson. Keep going. Loving it. And loving, loving the current series of Survivor as well. I'm hoping he's watching it.
2: I reckon he'll win this week.
1: You reckon? Well, he won't be fighting anyone. I have to come up against the ref.
2: He's fighting um, Giro. Oh,
1: okay. Would you might be a couple of play? weeks?
3: Might be a couple of weeks, Tony. When there's, lost
2: there's no lost, one week. left. What's on this weekend, Tony? Anything?
1: Uh, milk bar fights. Oh,
2: What's that's right. I look one of one of the one of one of the four of us who will remain nameless, but his initials are LM. Could be anyone. Um, may have got into a fight with some teens at a milk bar.
3: Alleged teens. No one checked any ID. Um,
2: before he rushed home to tell kids to get off his lawn. Lyle, what the fuck's going on? You're angry.
3: I think the uh, the sixth lockdown got to me, Tony. And, um, hey, listen. I'm not going to say they're teens, but they were lined up at the bottle shop um, inside my supermarket. They were, riding, supermarket. They were a, a, riding
2: mongooses.
3: I was also riding my mongoose. That's what we do here in uh, Birdsville if you know the West they North could have South been Earth.
1: straight back from the uh, Olympics they could have been the BMX competition over you there have... No they weren't that No cool,
0: they're
1: Tony. in,
2: no. They're, yeah. in um, they're in they're in isolation Tony
3: yeah. Um, yeah it's just a couple of young louts carrying <laughs> on about other people wearing masks and it was a little bit too conspiracy for mine um, in a shopping center so i had some choice words i asked them to uh, step outside <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, which, which no, I, Basically I did But There were five people behind me in line So that meant I had, as soon as I left the, the doors, mate, I was straight in my car and drove off Before they could even get me
2: So was it, you asked for them to um, To fight in the car park Or was it out behind the shelter sheds Behind the bike sheds
3: Very politely said, if you wouldn't mind Step out, outside, we could discuss this further And before they had that chance I quickly drove <laughs> If I'm a sensible, I'm a sensible 39 year old father of two. Yeah, why, I, I don't need to be getting in fights with uh, a
2: couple of 20 year olds.
0: Rambling, rambling teens. You could have a socially distanced fight. It'd be like Bart and Lisa doing the windmill arms, and if you just happen to <laughs> to meet in the middle, then you're fine. I, I,
3: I, yeah, I will. I will be honest. I was getting a little heated, and I knew I was yelling.
2: And let's face it, you probably would have lost the fight, which wouldn't yeah. have been
3: ideal. Very agitated when... Well, definitely if I had it... If I did wait for them and lost the fight, we wouldn't be talking about it.
0: <laughs> um, I would have done
3: this Zoom podcast via microphone alone and no video. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have seen my black eyes. And broken yeah, nose. I'm
0: surprised. I, I thought you would be nicer to one, two, three kids.
3: I'm not nice to my own two, so... I do you if anyone else
1: got. Good point. Hey, uh, wrestling coming up this weekend. There's still nothing in Victoria or New South Wales to talk about. But on Saturday night, EPW Academy over in Perth, Showcase 15, No Friends and Free Money at the EPW North School in Malaga in Perth. TCW, Last Stand in Long Seston. QWA at the Centenary Hotel. And UPW Brisbane 2, at the Mansfield Tavern in Brisbane. So still plenty of wrestling happening around Australia. In- as long
2: as you live in a crap city.
1: Yeah, well, a smaller city than the major city. Uh, Perth's nice. Beautiful for a holiday. Beautiful. Very
2: expensive.
1: Oh, very expensive. Gentlemen, let's call it quits. Do it again next week. Who are we talking So you to get to anymore? hang out
2: with but you get to hang out with Kevin Chiat so swings are... Like, there, there are benefits of Perth. Um, then, I don't know yet. I'm working on something. Hopefully, we'll have something big. If not, we'll have something almost as big.
1: Or smaller.
0: Almost as big.
1: Oh, cool. Uh, catch you. Thanks for joining us, Jules.
0: Not a problem at all. Always a pleasure.
1: Lyle, thank you for joining us, mate. Oh, no no problem, mate. No. And we'll see you next week. Oh, sorry. Bye, we'll guys. See you too. Bye, Thanks guys. We'll catch you next week right here on The Turnbuckle.